0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our program. (laughs) Why do we own these DVDs? Your true host, Sean Takaki, and his wife, Diane. Diane and Sean. Yeah, why do we own these DVDs? And and Diane just want to say, why do we own this DVD? Why? Yeah. You can't podcast with us, cat. You can't talk. Frankenbeans, you gotta move your ass. Ladies and gentlemen, the podcat just tried to bite me. Good. Oh, God. Get her, Frankie. Oh man, what a trip! I don't even know. I don't even
1: know. What are you doing? What are you doing right now?
0: I'm introducing the episode. Okay. How are you? <laughs> Sorry. If y'all could see the podcat right now, she is a little feisty. Uh huh.
1: Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh.
0: Wow. And Sean is taking a picture of her cuz nope, she's looking at her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Frankie. Well, welp. Frankie. Welcome everyone to your weekly installment of joy and laughter and movie fun. I don't know.
1: <laughs> movie fun time show. Movie fun
0: time show. What if that's what it was called? It's just the movie fun time show. And go on HBO Max and they would cancel it like they did yesterday. 36 TV shows.
1: Good. Because they're probably terrible.
0: No. Summer Camp Island. They're all animated. Majority of them are animated. Go on my Twitter feed for the past 48 hours has been nothing but.
1: HBO Max killed a bunch of animated. Yeah. That's.
0: They deleted. And like this is not even on topic, but I don't care. Because Summer Camp Island was one of the few bright spots of the pandemic. Discovering that show.
1: I don't know what that is.
0: (sighs) It's so good. Julia Pot. Julie Pot is the creator. I've I've followed her on Twitter for many years. It's her show. But like everyone's tweeting like these creators. Like they're all gone. All my episodes are gone. All this. I don't know. I don't know because Disney, I mean, Discovery Plus is now involved with HBO, HBO Max and I think they're the reason why all these shows are gone. I guess Cartoon Network, because Summer Camp Island started out on Cartoon Network and Cartoon Network has said because there's all these episodes that have never been aired mm-hmm. that they created. And they're like, we promise you we will show the rest of your show. And no, I don't know. That's just for that particular show. All these other shows. It's like, fuck, good luck. Maybe someone else will pick you up. But we're not talking about that. Or movie fun time show. Or any of that. We're talking about a zone that might be forbidden.
1: <laughs> I don't even... I would know. definitely reckon that that zone was, in fact, forbidden. <sighs> it seemed like a... A... a forbiddable zone.
0: Forbiddable?
1: For, forbodable. Forbidable. For- for
0: <laughs> right. Well, this is a podcast, actually. It's not an animated show.
1: Nor is it a zone.
0: It's not a zone. And it's guess what? It's not forbidden. It's available to all. This is a podcast called Why Do We Own This Movie DVD? fun time show! <laughs> why Do We Own This DVD? And if you had asked me why we owned the DVD we're talking about tonight, if you'd asked me this, 72 hours ago, I'd been like, I do not fucking know. I
1: I, I still don't know. The only thing I can think of mm-hmm. is at some point, I was doing an Oingo Boingo deep dive, as I'm prone to do. Not Oingo Boingo. Is this Boingo, one of your specific.
0: ADHD? Like, I'm going to focus on no, this I, and I, I, then I forget think, about it for the rest of my life? Well,
1: no, I think it may have been. I mm-hmm. Were I the type of person who did drugs. I would say this was <laughs> drug.
0: If I were was, the type of person.
1: This is definitely, this This reeks of uh, a drunken, uh, alcohol-fueled by impulse by.
0: Really? From like many moons ago? I would
1: assume so. Okay. I mean,
0: uh-huh.
1: Like I feel like I was, you know, socially drinking at home with th- this feels like back when i had a roommate oh and when uh-huh. our a handful of friends would be over and we'd all be talking about whatever but when where would i how would i have bought this hmm? i mean you know i on, don't know on impulse from my apartment back in I'm, the, year 2000. the year two thousand. The year two thousand. You think you bought this in two
0: thousand? Well, no, I
1: mean, but I'm saying, you know, when this is
0: about the time you probably would have.
1: Yeah. So uh-huh. when? But where? How would I've? Amazon wasn't a thing yet. No, really. I'm they sure were, you. It wasn't a book, so I mean.
0: I don't know. I have zero answers. The fact is, we do own it. It is in our big old fat DVD. Do, wallet. Do you ever
1: recall seeing the the little the actual DVD case for it? I don't remember. Okay, long time ago, maybe I don't know. But I mean, you don't have a like a, a... no. Okay,
0: because I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm ignoring it.
1: So I'm, so I'm guessing it, it was, it's been in our possession for a very like, long time.
0: If anything, it was one of those really thin cases.
1: Yeah, like the, like the Reefer Madness one.
0: Was that one thin? Because you all, had to rebuy buy that. It's one.
1: basically like a like a like a Netflix mailer.
0: <laughs> well, that was like an envelope. Well, no, back or.
1: It doesn't matter people that follow us. Like those little red red box sleeves. You know, those little like Mm, thin clicky. Maybe those little thin clicky cases.
0: The thin clicky case. That's the name of the podcast. Thin clicky case. Sure. (sighs) Well, no matter how it ended up in our hands, it ended up in our hands. And we watched it for the first time last night. We are talking about a movie from 1982.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: thought it was 1980, but I guess it's 1982.
1: I, know, I, I, what, I had seen that it was released in 82.
0: Yeah. July 16th. I'm
1: guessing it was probably.
0: Celebrating the 40th anniversary. It <laughs> came out the same time as everyone else's favorite movies. The summer of 82 was a big one. Sure. Google it if you want. This was also in there we're talking about forbidden zone there's no the i was
1: gonna say is it the forbidden zone? i think
0: it's just forbidden zone okay
1: um first impressions
0: like neither of us knew what to what this was about i did post something about this on our instagram and peter friend of the pod said he remembered when he first saw this, he was not prepared. And so that kind of prepared me. Him saying that, I was like, okay, well, I'm not going was to it, expect was it anything. Like a, like a
1: butt but clenchy kind of preparedness or mm. oh just uh
0: because how can you be prepared for whatever the fuck we watched last night?
1: I mean You really yeah.
0: can't. You can I told myself okay it's gonna be a wild ride. It's gonna be weird. I know it's gonna be weird. And that's all I really told myself and guess what? It was fucking weird. But I enjoyed every
1: second I'm of it. I'm surprised you say that.
0: It is surprising that I would enjoy yeah. that. I just found it
1: uh I don't know, we'll get into it. Like I mean for f- first impressions for me I it was obviously low budget, virtually no budget. Looked like it was shot in someone's...
0: If It, it probably was.
1: It, if it wasn't LA, it looked like it, it was. was shot in someone's basement. It was LA. I'm guessing it was... Well, I know. Oh. But I'm assuming it was shot in someone's garage or like a small like warehouse space. Mm-hmm. The sets were shitty. Lots of cardboard, lots of cr- crinkled paper.
0: <laughs> I mean, don't criticize the sets well, no. too much. no, no. Because my favorite character, and my favorite actor in this movie created the sets.
1: I mean, everything, to be honest, everything looked like shit. Looked like a high school, looked like a a, a high school production for like a video class. <laughs> yes. Acting was terrible.
0: What was the group called in like high school's, the film, uh, the what you know like they're in charge of like the film strips like the av club is that what they were called yeah av club right sure
1: yeah looks like something they um (laughs) i'm thinking like
0: freaks and geeks they belong yeah that's where they found the
1: porn yeah right (laughs) But yeah i mean yeah everything about this movie was terrible and i fucking loved it so goddamn much i was it was for whatever reason like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's like i know like film wise it's described as like an absurdist musical comedy or something mm-hmm. it's absolutely absurdist it's absurd in every way every meaning of the word and it was to me thoroughly delightful and endearing I loved like I I found myself like emotionally loving so many aspects of the movie mm-hmm. the people
0: yeah it, it it's
1: the weirdness of it.
0: It. It's. And I've been thinking about it all day. Just. Just thinking about it. And like. I wouldn't be able. Like. I'm not going to be able to. To describe what we watched. Like, this is one of those things where you have to. Sit down for yourself with a very open mind. Mm-hmm. Because um, there's things in this movie that would not fly today. Sure. 40 years later. Um,
1: I. I. There's things that I don't think were received well 40 years ago, even. No.
0: You know? Um, But, yeah. Okay, so let's let's talk about this movie. Okay, Forbidden Zone. Directed by Richard Elfman. You probably heard of his brother, Danny. Lead singer of Oingo Boingo, turned film composer. Um... The cast, you're not going to know anyone. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you might, you, you you will know, uh, you would know two names.
0: Yes. Okay. So the, obviously, Danny Elfman's in this movie. He plays Satan. Okay. There's the one person, you know, and
1: Hervé Villa Chaez?
0: Villa, do you say the L's? Villa or Villa, Villa Chaez? I, you, yeah,
1: would, you would, I would think you would because you it's don't, French. It's not like Spanish. Is he French? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, oh, oh my I- God. He is super French. That oh, yeah, Accent?
0: I thought he was uh, from Spain.
1: It's it's a French guy trying to speak. Try, it's a French guy trying to speak French with marbles in his mouth. Trying to say.
0: Okay. So <laughs> if you don't recognize the name, you 100% recognize the person. If you Google Hervé. Be a shyest. Okay. <laughs> wow, okay. I I just felt like doing it. Sorry. Um if you
1: if he, he was made
0: famous, of course, on the American TV show Fantasy Island, aired from nineteen seventy seven to nineteen eighty four. He played tattoo and he always said the plane, the plane. No, he said the plane, the plane. Yeah. If- You don't know that reference? He he never
1: said the plane. plane.
0: You don't know that reference and you were probably born in the 90s and I apologize.
1: He had a perfect white suit.
0: (laughs) He's like, I was looking at his face last night. He looks like a woman. No, I wasn't going to say that. I'm like, he's like a, kind of like a nice looking dude. Oh, okay. Like the face. I was trying he, to figure it out He looks there like was something he's about made him. out of wax there's something about him I'm like I can see why Susan Tyrell won like dated him before this
1: He has a cherubic face
0: yes mm-hmm. he does he, he
1: looks like a little French angel
0: uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, he taught himself English by watching TV. He, yeah. mo- he moved to New York. And it
1: shows because...
0: <laughs> what was he watching? I can't even. Okay. Go- you know who he is. But he plays um, King Fausto of the Sixth Dimension and his queen, Susan Tyrell. That's Queen Doris. I love Susan Tyrell.
1: She's, She's like got- another like cult weirdo.
0: She's she's done. I mean, she's
1: she's the, she was in Fat
0: City. I know that she's
1: but done she, weird shit.
0: Has she done John Waters? I don't know. She seems like a John Waters. All these people. I think
1: it's because this movie feels like a rip off of like a John Waters. Rip off. It's like it's like someone trying to mimic a John Waters movie, mm. you know, or at least something that they would want to show John Waters and be like, "Look, you've inspired me. Look what I made."
0: Um. Like, watching her last night, I'm like, I fucking love her voice. Oh, yeah. And then I just saw her um, obituary when she died in 19... 19- I mean, um, in 2012, the New York Times described her as, quote, a whiskey-voiced character actress with talent for playing the downtrodden... Oh,
1: I've
0: never seen that word written down before. O-U-T-R-E? Wait. Right? O-U-T-R-E oh. with a dunk over it.
1: No, wait. Where, where are you?
0: O-U-T-R-E.
1: Oh, no. That's...
0: that's... I know a tour. Okay, yeah. No, this is... Oh, outra. that you're trying to say.
1: I don't know what that word is. And
0: grotesque. I thought that summed it up because... I thought
1: you were trying to read auteur. No, it's... A,
0: that's A-U... Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. T- yeah. This was... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just...
1: For the record, well, I did not see the word she was
0: trying to read. Well, oh, she was a movie called Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker. I want to see it. <laughs> um, yeah. So she plays Queen Doris, and she's fucking great. Um, Giselle Lindley is the princess. My favorite. She, I
1: uh, I loved her.
0: You liked her because she doesn't wear a shirt.
1: No. Beside.
0: No. My, aside from
1: that. She has an adorable face. Sure. And her weird she's she has like the most delightful little personality. Yeah. On screen.
0: She plays the princess. She her um Who does not
1: own a shirt and wears granny <laughs> panties. She wears
0: granny panties, which would which look like panties that you wear today. Like that style is Yeah. Is what people wear because it's way more comfortable sure. than what people were wearing twenty years ago.
1: Yeah, full butt cheek panties.
0: Yeah. And no shirt.
1: She does not own top.
0: She is naked from the top off the entire movie. And she and seems after, like, perfectly five, relaxed. And yeah. Just, and after five minutes you just get used to it. You're like, oh. Because at first you're like, ooh, boobs. And then you're like, oh wait, that's her costume. And I think the, the entire movie.
1: What helps is that she doesn't have like giant, like bouncy boobs. No. They're not mosquito bitey. But they're, But I mean... She's small busted. Sure.
0: Yeah. It's and it doesn't feel like it's it doesn't feel
1: gratuitous. Like, it doesn't feel sexploitative.
0: It it doesn't. It's just it's just a,
1: a I mean, it's just someone who's just running around au natural, essentially. Yeah.
0: And she's the princess. She's the daughter of King Fausto and Queen Doris. Yes? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um My favorite character of the movie and my favorite actor, I guess. Frenchie? Yes. Of course. Marie Pascal Elfman. She was the, she's ex-wife of Richard Elfman. I think
1: they divorced like seven years after, five Mm. years after this movie or
0: something. She plays Susan Frenchy Hercules. Uh, I thought she was fucking adorable. And every time she was on screen, I was like entranced by her. Just her face expressions and her crazy accent, her French accent, which I'm like, wow, that's very French. (laughs) Marie Pascal
1: I mean, I I don't know her from... I don't either. From Eve, as the no? saying goes. I hope she actually has a French accent and I, she's just doing it up. She
0: doesn't have a link on wiki, so I, I don't know. know. I mean, I would 100% check if her, she did. Her
1: only credit is former wife of Richard Elfman. And Frenchie. And Frenchie
0: yeah. Hercules. But she has like the best, like, I was just watching her reactions and they're so over the top and like I don't know. I just
1: thought she was adorable. It was like her and Giselle or her and the princess.
0: Yes, Yeah. The two of them
1: were just same, same, but different. Same,
0: same. Um, Jan Stewart shorts as bust rod. The frog. Oh, that's the, I didn't know who that was. Okay. Um, Ug fudge Buana.
1: That's a fake name. That's, that's actually uh, Eugene Chapman, I think. He's a member
0: of Oingo Boingo.
1: He He plays plays,
0: um, Huckleberry Jones slash Pa Hercules. Um,
1: Yes, he he unfortunately plays a a blackface character.
0: Yes, which in the 2020 director's cut is taken out. It's edited out. He turns it into a clown face. Richard Elfman turned it into a clown face.
1: I did see stills of that. Yeah, which which he said That was the
0: only thing that he really hated about um
1: like his retros- retrospective yeah, he's like it,
0: that everything else was for a reason yeah all the other weird shit that happens but that he's like yeah i so that's, that's i good. wonder
1: if yeah if back in the day if that was like we have to do something weird mm. what can we do and that was like
0: it was such a go-to that's for the so one long thing yeah you know. i mean they've been doing that for
1: because I mean, there's no years reason and
0: years. No, there because is. they
1: have black actors in this movie.
0: They do, yeah. So to to turn into a clown face, it doesn't screw any kind no. of storyline up or anything, no. yeah. Uh, Hyman Diamond as Gramps Hercules, uh, Toshiro Baloney as Squeeze It. What is that name?
1: He's not Japanese. No. Yeah, so so Shira Bologna is also a stage he's, name. That's
0: he's in Oigo Book* um, as well. Matthew Bright. Matt
1: Matthew Bright.
0: Yeah, I just clicked yeah. his link. And then uh, Viva.
1: That's her name.
0: As the ex-queen, who is Viva? I'm clicking her. Link.
1: She's a she's a legacy actor.
0: She's a former Warhol superstar. Yeah,
1: she's she's a old timey, like. Old, old school you friends. know who
0: her daughter is? did you see this Fun Whoa. fact? no wow, so Viva's real name is Janet Susan mary Hoffman
1: Philip oh
0: <laughs> and her daughter is Gabby Hoffman oh what what I know what yeah. 40-year-old Gabby Hoffman. I just said that Gabby Hoffman's 40. That made me feel very old because to me she's 10.
1: <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Yeah, her mom and Z- yeah, I Yeah, I knew Viva was like a old school like bon vivant kind of person.
0: <sighs> sorry. I'm just thinking about Gabby Hoffman and Field of Dreams and choking on the hot dog. I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting all sad and scared again. You,
1: you can't go back. I'm sorry. You can't go back.
0: The man, the who's the, no. What does she the say? Baseball, the, the baseball be- man. <sighs>
1: <laughs> <In> baseball.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she falls. Oh, what's his name? The redhead I hate. Yeah, I know. What's his name?
1: I don't know.
0: Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Viva, um, Joe Spinell, Spinell as Mr. Henderson. He was in The Godfather and The Godfather Part Two. Oh, who? do you play in The Godfather? Godfather? He played Willie Cece, <laughs> Chee Chee. Oh, Chee Chee. Yeah. Do you know who I'm saying when I say Willie Chee Chee? Yeah, Chee Chee. Yeah. Mm, I. He's uncredited, but interesting. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. He. What did I say? Mr. Henderson. The Kipper Kids. As themselves. And you had a fun fact about one of the Kipper kids, right?
1: Martin. What was his name? What? Martin something. Von Hasselberg. Uh,
0: so, yeah. Martin the, Ro- just Sebastian Von Hasselberg. That's what it was. And
1: mm-hmm. Brian. Not not Brian Ruth. But
0: yeah. Well, R-O-U-T-H.
1: I mean, not Brandon Ruth. Not Brandon. I know. I'm like, Brian, is your, is your
0: dad? Is your son?
1: Unless Brandon Ruth is also Brandon? British.
0: <laughs> no, He's not.
1: Yeah, I guess no, the Kipper Kids were like a, a known act at the time, comedy act. Yeah, they could, performed
0: of, in like clubs, festivals, theaters yeah. around like Germany, Italy. They would have been
1: in like like a Lollapalooza sideshow.
0: They received an invitation to perform at the Munich Olympics in nineteen seventy-two, but those Olympics got a little scary, and they didn't. <laughs> you if you don't know what happened at the nineteen seventy-two Munich Games? Go. Google that too,
1: but yeah, but yeah, so yeah, they they show up as. I mean, I guess themselves. It says
0: themselves, but they're just a, but a they're weird just, like act.
1: Yeah, they're and they they they're the they're the boxing duo. Uh huh. And they're the pigtailed girls.
0: Yes. Ugh. <laughs> the notes. Yeah. Yeah. If this, I mean, this movie is it's a musical.
1: But but yeah, but one of them, Martin Sebastian von yeah. Hasselberg, is. Married to Bette Midler. <laughs> since nineteen. I mean, we got Bette Midler's
0: husband. We got Gabby Hoffman's mom. We got fucking Danny Elfman. I don't even know. My head is exploding. It has been since I watched this last night. Um,
1: You got tattoo.
0: You got fucking tattoo. The plane, the
1: plane.
0: So, we can try to explain the plot. No. There is a plot on Wiki, which I can go off of. Um, But this... So this film begins on a specific date. It has the the words on the bottom. Friday, April 17th, 4 p.m., Venice, California. That's where this movie starts. It's very specific, except for the year.
1: I feel like that's exactly when they started filming and where. You
0: know what? <laughs> I think they filmed this in Venice, California. And, and camera rolled, 4 o'clock p.m.
1: They got we, off of work. And by 8 p.m. they were done.
0: So Huckleberry P. Jones, he's a local pimp, narcotics peddler, and slumlord. He enters a vacant house. This is all like prologue, I think. Kinda. Sure, sure. An animated sort of that house.
1: I mean, the house was real. Well, I know, but it lots it, of the, it morphed and, into like a weird cartoon, into like the opening
0: credits. If you can, if you guys can Google the, go to YouTube and just watch the opening credits of this movie. They're so.
1: They're they're.
0: It's very, um, they're inspired by, you know, those like Betty Boop. and Yeah. It was like 1930s cartoons. Yeah. Even like Cuphead and Bendy kind of get inspiration from that same.
1: If, if Cuphead and Bendy had blackface, yes.
0: You know? So, um, yeah, Huckleberry Jones enters a vacant house that he owns. While stashing heroin in the basement, he stumbles upon a mysterious door and enters it, falls into the sixth dimension. From which he promptly escapes. Because fuck that.
1: And then retrieves his heroin and sells the house or whatever. Sells the
0: house to the Hercules family. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we meet the Hercules family, eating breakfast, getting ready for school, and we're and I mean, I didn't even know what to think of these people. I'm like, we got a French girl whose brother is this old man <laughs> and these weird ass parents. The mom looked familiar don't think... Virginia Rose?
1: Virginia Rose is the mom. Yeah,
0: She wasn't in that Judy Garland movie
1: we watched, was she? What What Judy Garland movie have we watched? On the
0: Atchison, Topeka, oh! and the Santa Fe.
1: I hope she was.
0: No, I'm thinking of a different Virginia. Okay. I hope. God, can you imagine? Hold on. Virginia. Rose. Did she even get a name? Oh, that gives me a picture of a flower. Virginia Rose.
1: How many members? How many members of the Hercules family are there? Because there's Ma and Pa. Uh huh. There's two brothers at the table.
0: Is Squeeze it part of the family?
1: Squeeze it is part of the family. What
0: about his mom?
1: Because his sister is Frenchie.
0: Is it? Okay, but the mom squeeze its mom that oh, like beats- wait. no because his mom beats him up Her his mom, mom is the one making the out lady. with that
1: sailor guy
0: because uh-huh. squeeze- he has a chicken boy yes and he has yeah. a sister that's played by squeeze it yeah um, um. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh wait so wait is squeeze it just like a family friend
0: then Maybe oh, there's Virginia right.
1: Like, like uh squeeze it is classmates to the Hercules siblings. Gramps, Hercules, uh. huh The guy who looks like a stooge.
0: Which one is that?
1: The not bearded one.
0: Oh. The one her who, who, who keeps,
1: the one who keeps humping everyone.
0: Jesus Christ. There's so much humping in this movie. Humping to nowhere. <laughs> is that Frenchie's brother?
1: I think Frenchie ha- is having breakfast with her two brothers and her ma and pa.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: So there's three Hercules kids.
0: Yeah. So on their way to school, Frenchie and her brother Flash. Yeah, yeah, yeah Flash. Flash right. have a conversation with Squeeze it Henderson, who tells them that... While being violently beaten by his mother, he has a vision of his transgender sister, Renee, who had fallen into the sixth dimension through the door in the Hercules' basement.
1: That's... Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: So Frenchie returns home, or well, they, should they go to school? And the school is fucking chaotic, but what else do you expect? I mean, the... I don't even know what's going on in the school. Is the
1: school teacher, is that also... um. Mark Matt Bishop, Mark Bishop, what was his name? Fuck, I don't remember anymore.
0: Matthew Bright,
1: Matthew Bright, I
0: don't know. No, it says he only plays Squeeze It okay. and Renee.
1: Who, who plays the teacher?
0: <laughs> Who's the teacher? Is that Miss um, Feldman?
1: Yeah, I believe so.
0: Cedric or Kedrick. It's with a K. Cedric Wolf doesn't have a link on their on their name.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Um, so school is insane. I can't even describe to you. Um, Frenchie returns home to confide in her mother, decides to take just a little peek. But she wants to, because she learns about the Forbidden Zone, right? From Squeeze It. And she's like, I really, Mm -hmm, she mm -hmm. wants to just peek behind the door. Just to see what it, maybe what it looks like. Of course, (laughs) the way she falls into the Sixth Dimension got me laughing. Woo! She slides right in. Oh my God. Which it
1: turns out is a giant intestines.
0: Yeah. The the doorway to the sixth dimension, you have it leads you into a giant intestine and it shits you out. Literally shits you out.
1: I do like that she falls on two poop cushions basically. Yeah, they're like pillows to, that to are break her fall. Shaped like poops. I'm like, I want those on my couch. They only exist to protect the actors who have to fall out of like a <laughs> behind a curtain.
0: Um so after arriving in the sixth dimension, she is captured by the princess topless princess who brings frenchie to the rulers of the sixth dimension king fausto and his queen doris um of course king fausto sees frenchie falls in love with her right away and doris is like pissed
1: she's she she knows her husband and yeah. she's also queen of hearts level jealous
0: yeah which is funny, because in Alice, the king of hearts is a tiny man, too. And I
1: I, I wonder if... And the king.
0: <laughs> if they were inspired by that a little bit? Well, I mean, maybe. Because,
1: I mean, Hervé chayas only came to this movie because of Susan Tyrell.
0: They dated.
1: Because she got hired, and she brought him along, yeah. and... Like bonus, now we have tattoo to put in our movie.
0: Yeah, we got a name. Cause he was uh, doing Fantasy Island at the same time. Yeah. If that aired from seventy-seven to eighty-four, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, time, that show was on for a long time. Hmm? Seven years. Yeah. What's the dude's name? El Rondo da What's the guy's name? The other guy.
1: What's his name? Okay. but don't go no. Now, now you. Like, yeah. Now you just fucked it up. Now I can't think of his name. Yeah. Ricardo Montalban. There you
0: go, there you go. Um, so King falls for Frenchie. Doris orders their frog servant Bustrod. It's got a frog head to lock her to lock Frenchie up. And in order to make sure that Frenchie is not harmed, King Fausto tells Bustrod to take Frenchie to Cell sixty three, where he keeps his favorite concubines mm-hmm. and Renee. Uh, Squeeze-It's twin sister.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking of the former queen. She's no. way below.
0: Viva? No. Yeah. The next day at school, Flash tries to convince Squeeze-It to help him rescue Renee and Frenchie. Squeeze-It refuses. So Flash uh, gets the help of Gramps instead. Mm-hmm. So got Flash and Gramps now on this journey. And then they, in the sixth dimension, they they go to the sixth dimension. They speak to an old Jewish man. <laughs> who tells them how to help Frenchie escape. Old Jewish man played uh, uh, Herman Bernstein. Uh, he's related to the Elfmans. Uh, I wrote it down, what he is. Doot, doot. Um, oh, it's their grandfather. Danny and Richard Elfman's oh, okay. grandfather, Herman Bernstein.
1: Because Hyman Diamond is was Richard Elfman's real estate <laughs> broker. Is
0: a, this says accountant, but yeah. Um where was I? Herman. Grandfather. Gramps.
1: Old Jewish man.
0: So yeah, he tells them how to help Frenchie escape, but they're captured by Bustrod. He he gets them. Then Doris interrogates Flash and Gramps before lowering them into a large septic tank. And she plots her revenge against Frenchie, relocating all the people of cell 16. Nope. 63. <laughs> <laughs> to a torture chamber. I mean, she's on. She's you know, she's on her evil queen rampage. Yeah, but she's so likable though.
1: Well, she's so yeah. likable
0: that you're just like, yeah, go ahead, and do it. Yeah. Even though I like Frenchie,
1: like I'll help you torture and sure. execute all these people.
0: So she leaves the princess, our, our favorite princess, to oversee Frenchie's torture and execution. But then a fuse is blown. Torture is put on hold. And prisoners from cell 63 are relocated to keep the king from finding them. So then after escaping the septic tank, Flash and Gramps um, find a woman who tells them she was once happily married to the king. The ex-queen! Viva! Gabby Hoffman's mom.
1: Yeah, she doesn't have a, a character name other than ex-queen. Ex-queen. Yeah.
0: And then... um. Yeah, she was married to King Fausto until Doris stole the throne by seducing her, quote, even though she's not my type. (laughs) The ex-queen has been sitting in her cell for a thousand years and has been writing a screenplay in (laughs) order to keep her sanity. (laughs) Aren't we all?
1: That's right. I forgot. I forgot that part. (laughs) Ah.
0: Meanwhile, Pa Hercules is blasted through the stratosphere by an explosion caused by improperly extinguishing his cigarette in a vat of highly flammable tar. Look at that wonderful La Brea Tar Pit song. Which mm-hmm. was making me laugh. He works at the La Brea Tar Pits. And he lit a cigarette. Things exploded. Then, after re-entry, he falls through the Hercules family basement into the sixth dimension, where he's, of course, imprisoned. What else would happen? <laughs> so, Flash finds a phone, he calls Squeeze It, asks he's like, dude, you gotta help us. And so finally, Squeeze It's like, okay, I'll go to the sixth dimension, help rescue Frenchie and Renee, my twin sister. But of course, there he's captured by Satan.
1: Um with- Well, first he's captured by like Satan's minions.
0: Yeah, and they take his minions take him. To Satan, played by Danny Elfman, and we get a wonderful <laughs> Jabbing song. Jabbing him in
1: his tidy whitey ass. Oh my god.
0: We get a wonderful song sung by Danny Elfman. I mean
1: Danny Elfman is the only one with on camera. Hey. No. He is he has the most. I'm sorry. Yeah. He has the most I on mean, camera charm and charisma.
0: If you don't I mean, if you're watching this and you had no idea if this was 1982 and you had no idea who Danny Elfin was because Oingo Boingo wasn't a thing yet because that name comes from this movie The Mystic Knights of the Oingo Boingo you would be you would look at him and be like okay this guy is gonna do some things with his life he's going places now would you think he's gonna score movies like <laughs> Batman and Beetlejuice and get an well, Oscar well
1: Beetlejuice makes sense
0: get an Oscar nomination for Big Fish
1: because this looks like low-budge Beetlejuice.
0: <laughs> Will he do Spider-Man someday? No, you're not thinking that. But you're thinking, this guy's going to be someone. And he was. I mean, just a couple years later, he'd, weird science comes out and people are like, oh, wait, Oingo Bungo. I like them. But he's so great in this movie.
1: I mean, he's so natural on camera. Mm-hmm.
0: And a lot of this music, because obviously Danny Elfman did the music for the entire movie—he the score and all the songs—and you you see little seeds of what he's going to do. Like I heard, you know, I mean, I could hear his like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory score is very it's particular.
1: Like, well, it's like the tarpids. It's montage. like
0: mechanical, yeah. You know, and I could hear it's a work,
1: it's a work song. <laughs> but, I could
0: hear weird science in yeah. some of this stuff. I could hear, you know. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I mean, you can
1: hear Jack Skellington.
0: Yeah, well, because he's singing, you know.
1: But I mean, yeah, I mean, you you hear, you hear all of that.
0: Yeah, and I think watching this whole movie, I mean, watching that scene of Daniel from performing is completely worth it for like, the entire thing because it's like it's holy almost, shit!
1: It almost looks like this whole movie was one long music video for that song. Could be, you yeah. Mm-hmm. Like this was his thriller.
0: This was his across the universe. Or, or that. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So Squeeze It, captured by Satan. He makes a deal with him to bring the princess in exchange for Satan's help, freeing Renee and Frenchie. Mm. So Squeeze It accomplishes it. He
1: goes outside, grabs the princess and brings her right back in.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> we see Daniel Finn like honking <laughs> poor princess's. I can't. I'm like, did Terry Elvin just honk her boob?
1: I, I don't know that he honks. I, he, uh, he cups it to protect it.
0: I he can't. honked it. Ugh. So Squeezer <laughs> accomplishes this task, but he's failed to include himself in the deal to rescue his friends, and the devil has him decapitated.
1: But his head does fly around for the rest of the movie. It
0: does fly around. Because, uh, yeah, why wouldn't it? <laughs> so then Queen Doris sends uh, Bustrod, the frog, to keep an eye on the king. And to ensure that he doesn't find out where she's hidden Frenchie. She's like, you stay away from that French girl. She does not trust King Fausto. And you know what? I don't either. He is no. a horn dog who
1: likes. He's a, I mean, <laughs> all he needed to do was aggressively bite a cherry tomato. And that would have been it. <laughs> all he does is eat and hump.
0: Oh, Jesus Christ. So Fausto catches Bustrod, forces him to lead him to Frenchie and Renee. who he orders to leave the Sixth Dimension to avoid the Queen's wrath. He, now, he's trying to protect them from his queen. Yeah. A lot of work. He, he
1: loves his things. And <laughs> you say
0: he's his thing? I'm like, well. And she's going to can...
1: destroy his things. Basically, is what it comes down to.
0: Yeah. His but, things
1: being people he can fuck. But I mean, <laughs> but really, I mean, you know, she's she's there to yuck his yums.
0: Yes. Is that on a shirt?
1: No, that's gross.
0: I'm here to yuck your yums. No. Um. So but then on their way to safety, Renee uh, gets pseudo menstrual cramps. Oh, yeah. And they are, again, captured by the frog. Squeezes its head, which has now sprouted chicken wings, finds the king and informs him of what's happened. And then Doris is getting ready to kill Frenchie. Then she's confronted by the ex-queen. And then the two have like this cat fight. And Doris... It's
1: a literal cat fight with cat noises. Yeah, you get cat noises. It's pretty
0: cool. And then Doris wins the fight. She comes out as the victor.
1: She throws the ex-queen into a spike pit.
0: Which Basically, I It's like a
1: laft. Essentially, a tiger pit. It's it's a big pit with spear, with a bunch of pointy sticks, and she's been impaled yes. in the pointy sticks.
0: <laughs> then, as she's about she's about to kill Frenchie, Fausto stops her, explaining that Satan's Mystic Knights of the Oingo Boingo are holding the princess hostage. It's her daughter, and will kill her if anything happens to Frenchie. So, Flash and Gramps arrive. Flash is knocked down by Gramps. Ma Hercules enters. It sees what she thinks is a dead Flash. She
1: shoots Doris <laughs> right, right between the boobas.
0: Uh, right in between. And then Fausto mourns Doris, and then marries Frenchie.
1: <laughs> he he mourns he he... her for about thirty seconds, and then pushes her into something the about
0: his fingertips. He says something... Oh, yeah,
1: <laughs> he, he misses...
0: Touching her boob. For
1: feeling her nipple get hard <laughs> when he...
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> and he's I, like, okay.
1: your nipple hardening when
0: <laughs> my fingertips. <laughs> okay. When
1: I play with them with my finger, <laughs> with my little Vienna sausage fingers. <laughs> I can't. But then he probably... Pushes Doris' lifeless body into Boop. the pit, yep. and it lands on the uh-huh. ex-queen, and they also make out.
0: <laughs> and then the surviving characters look toward a great future as they plan to take over everyone and everything in the galaxy. You
1: know what this movie is because yeah. Frenchie ends up, you know, marrying Falso, very happy, yeah, euphoric, you could say.
0: Sure, it's very
1: midsummer. Oh.
0: But you didn't see that movie. But I've seen I've
1: seen enough of it. Don't. Oh, lots of pumping in that movie too. No.
0: Just one scene.
1: People falling to their deaths from great heights. Yeah. People getting heads bashed in. <gasps> okay.
0: Um Yeah, and that's the end of the movie. 76 minutes. It's perfect.
1: Like Seven, just as many trombones or something right.
0: 76 trombones in the big parade. So Marie Pascal Elfman Our Frenchie, at the time of shooting was married to director Richard Elfman. She designed the film's expressionistic sets. Um, Actor and former Mystic Knight Gene Cunningham helped fund the film. When Cunningham and Elfman ran out of money during production, Richard and Marie Pascal Elfman helped finance by selling houses before Carl Borak put money into the production in order for Elfman to complete the film.
1: Oh, so he's the mysterious benefactor. Okay. Mm.
0: Actor Herve Villachayas was a former roommate of co writer and co star Matthew Bright. What? Yeah. Villachayas had previously dated co star Susan Tyrell. The Elfman's grandfather, Herman Bernstein, also appeared in the film. And Richard Elfman's accountant appeared under the name Hyman Diamond because Elfman had no idea whether or not he wanted to be credited. In one scene, Richard Elfman brought in a young man to mouth the words of
1: Bim Bam Boom. Bim Bam Boom, Bim Boom. La mulatona, Merced. Arroyando Yeah, he got extreme stage fright. He just he froze up. He
0: froze. He was scared. So Elfman left the scene in the film by editing in Matthew Bright's lips over the actor's face. And it looks fucking hilarious. I mean,.
1: You 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 see that and you go, that is a great artistic choice, and it yeah, really what it was it was,
0: adds so much. We to have nothing to
1: put here, so shit,
0: just put it in someone else's mouth as choppily as you can. Yeah, so this movie premiered at the Los Angeles Filmex Film Festival in 1980. Later, receiving a limited theatrical distribution as a midnight movie, you can't do it any other way. Through the Samuel Goldman Company in 1982. Following its theatrical run, Forbidden Zone fell out of circulation for about 20 years, uh, though bootleg recordings helped find the film New Life as a highly sought after and well regarded cult film. In 2004, Film Threat magazine dubbed Forbidden Zone, quote, you'll love this, the Citizen Kane of underground movies.
1: This is the only Citizen Kane I (laughs) will recognize. Um, I, I mean, uh, I was about, uh, I love this movie more than I even remotely appreciate Citizen Kane.
0: Wow. That should go on a shirt. That I, should be... A, again,
1: I understand Citizen Kane may be the greatest I know film this in isn't the a world or whatever, but this is better. Yeah.
0: So upon its original release, Forbidden Zone was singled out for criticism for its use of broadly drawn racist, homophobic, anti-Semitic, and anti-Christian visuals and characters. Elfman... The anti-Semitic ha- okay, can thing I, do- I
1: don't yeah. buy into.
0: Can I continue?
1: Sure.
0: Elfman, himself of Jewish heritage, heritage, <laughs> has disputed many of these accusations, noting that elements seen as homophobic were inspired by his time as a director and occasional performer in the San Francisco avant-garde drag troupe The, Cro- the Cockettes. While the character of Mr. Bernstein, accused of being an exaggerated Jewish stereotype, played by a Jewish grandfather, Herman Bernstein, who Elfman Riley asserted wasn't even acting.
1: <laughs> I, I <laughs> do not doubt it.
0: Yeah. In particular, Forbidden Zone has been criticized for its brief use of surreal blackface. In 2020, Elfman digitally removed the blackface images, replaced them with clown In an interview with Dread Central, he explained... Quote, going back to our very first test screening in 1980, there were a few things that really bugged me. The film is an absurdist fever dream with hundreds of crazy cartoonish images. I regretted the few seconds of Max Fleischer era blackface and wanted to change it to clownface, But the film had literally bankrupted me. I had lost control and couldn't complete it exactly the way I wanted at that time. Um, he said, well, 40 years later, I fucking can. <laughs>
1: Elfman. And that George Lucas is how you do it.
0: No, hey, George can do whatever he wants. Elfman's <laughs> director's cut will be released in early 2021. So I, I don't know if it has I this because I, I mean obviously this was written before I, early I've 2021. Seen
1: the colorized clips.
0: I like it in black and white, but I know they wanted it to be in color.
1: Um, and the
0: one the version we have, the one we watched last night, um, is black and white.
1: I did. I watched the alphabet song in color. Okay. The schoolhouse. Yeah. It's fucking great. Okay. It looks so good in color, but I do like it in black and white. I would, mm-hmm. it, given the choice, I would watch it again in black and white.
0: Okay. I don't know if this has ever hit any streaming services Whoa, since I, the. I doubt it. Since the director's cut, like I could see it hitting one of them. With the edit, you know, with his you know blackface taken out,
1: mm-hmm. I I doubt it though.
0: But I don't know. So um, obviously this has no like I don't have any box office numbers for this.
1: I I um, did not see any. Either. The
0: budget said roughly a hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Can you give me a, what you think Rotten Tomatoes does have a Rotten Tomatoes?
1: Sixty
0: five. Eighty two. God. So. <laughs> Higher than you may think? Four
1: times as favorable as Practical Magic. I mean... And you know what? I'll give them mm, that.
0: Okay, yeah. I mean, Practical Magic should be up there with it. If Practical Magic
1: was 100%, this would have been 400%.
0: (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Justice for PM. (sighs) Um, But, yeah. I mean, that... This movie was... Yeah, like he said, a fever dream. That's what it felt like. And I, like, you, you, it's one of those movies you sit down and you really, you do not pick up your phone.
1: Oh, no. You're just like,
0: and it's, I mean, it's an hour and 15 minutes. It couldn't be any longer than that without, or else you'd, you'd really like kind of go nuts.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, and really after
0: the first, you know, five minutes you kind of fall like you kind of understand okay the like the craziness of it because at first you're like what the hell and then afterwards you're like okay no i'm used to the pace yeah like
1: the first yeah definitely the first five i'm like oh this is no one can act everything looks terrible
0: and then the next thing you're like that's exactly how it should
1: be technically everything is awful and then by minute six you're like oh give me more
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, is this a movie that I want to recommend to friends and family? No, because I know my friends and family and they won't appreciate this at all. But do I want to just recommend it to people who like movies and just want to see something completely batshit crazy and different?
1: This is the kind of movie that's perfect for like a viewing party. Oh, my God. I mean the music is so good. The fact that I never saw this in any like yeah, film that is school weird. thing or well get together.
0: If it really was kind of out of print for 20 yeah. years.
1: Like I didn't know anybody fancy enough to have gotten the bootleg copy of this. Yeah. You know. But I mean, oh my god, if you if in like the year 2000 late 90s you went to like your snobby like film school hangout Mm. with a copy of this, you would become king of, (laughs) well, king of Forbidden Zone. You would be your your king of your circle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you have a chance to watch this movie, again, I don't know if it is on any kind of streaming, but it, you know, you can find the DVD and if you can find the, you know, the director's cut, the 2021 with the, you know, they edited out Blackface. I mean, go watch it because it'll kind of blow your mind. And again, the so- you can stream the soundtrack. It's on all your favorite streaming services. The music is so good.
1: Like I mean, like, here's a here's a still of the clown. I and mean, it looks good. Oh, yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, it, it looks seamless. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I I can accept that you wouldn't be like oh, I bet that was
0: blackface. Before. No, I
1: I can accept the claim. I can accept the blackface at this point too. I mean, I understand that it's you know, it is it is what it is.
0: I mean, it was it was done so much back then, and I mean, I'm, obviously we we know better now, and well, and, and you know
1: that it was meant as, it was meant as farce, like the 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 oh the God, whole thing, did, thing is. the alphabet song, uh huh, with flash. When <Shawn smaller noise> he gets the letter F. <laughs> God, God damn it. I mean all, that whole entire scene, the alphabet alphabet song is probably, might be my favorite song. Mm. Possibly. Cause I mean just that scene was so like weird and I mean, yeah, it was horrible and just obscene and absurd. And, you know, you look at it you're like, oh, yeah, everyone's enjoying what they're doing right now. Yeah. Would you like to take a break? Yeah,
0: I'm going to get some water.
1: You want to go into the Forbidden? Zone? Okay. Oh, that, God, sounds, no. that, <laughs> just that sounds like a <laughs> terrible, terrible euphemism. One minute, 37 seconds later. I oh. and we back
0: took a break Wait. and Sean made me yeah. watch Sean made me watch uh, a clip of the movie in color and I got to see that Frenchie's dress is like a chartreuse color like a greenish yellow mm-hmm. I was curious what color her dress was
1: I want now so when but see my thing is when they colorize like a black and white because this was shot in black and white mm. you know so colors are
0: they added after, yeah, oh,
1: so are they subject- are they just
0: I don't you know, know
1: is it like dealer's works. choice, you know, like the colorizer's mm. choice, or is or is was it was like, there like you know color footage like i mean color picture like uh reference photos, could be, you know,
0: yeah, we won't know,
1: like when they colorize, oh well hmm. I'm trying to think of. Like a known black and white movie that has been colorized. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, how would you know what colors are what? Yeah. Yeah. You know?
0: I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I mean, if you can't find the movie, I mean, you can find clips of it on YouTube. Just, again, open mind and...
1: I mean, what you're going to find on YouTube is all like the musical numbers. Yeah, all, which is most a big likely. chunk
0: of the movie. Because it's a musical. Yeah. <laughs> and I have, at its most simplest form, this is, it's like a fairy tale. I mean, you have a evil queen, a horny king, a, cap, a captured... <laughs> you know,
1: like all those...
0: You know, a captured princess a da- You sort. have a
1: damsel in distress.
0: Damsel in distress.
1: And a damsel uh, with a, no dress. You
0: know, a villain, evil villain... Um fun sidekicks. I mean it's it's like the weirdest ass fairy tale you've ever watched. You have your knights watched.
1: not in shining white shining armor. Yes. You do have a devil in a white shining suit. White sh white shining I don't know. What?
0: <laughs> there's no white shining. No, there's just not. a knight and shining. Knight in shining
1: armor. Yeah. White white knight and shining. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean if you and and a weird, I mean, what would you call the sixth dimension in like fairy tale talk? Just a foreign land. Well, uh, we'll look uh, at
1: Neverland. Yeah. I mean, or look at Wonderland. It,
0: I mean, if Wonderland. you look at it that way, it follows the fairy tale like trope.
1: I mean, this is part Alice in Wonderland. You fall down. A sure. Thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Alice didn't fall through an anus. Unlike no, these people.
0: But now but. when I watch Alice in Wonderland, I'm going to be like, <laughs> what if she was falling through an anus?
1: But she does drugs in Wonderland. Mm. There's le- there's more drugs in Alice Wonderland than that there is, is in this movie. Soul.
0: Yeah, but there's more humping in this movie.
1: A little bit.
0: <laughs> and when we say humping, there's no sex in this movie. No, it's, it's just
1: it's a bunch of people in gross like eighties era underwear, <laughs> like bumping each other in the butt in, in their <laughs> other eighties era underwear. Yeah. You what? What you mostly see is a is a is a middle aged Jewish man in his tidy whiteies, trying to hump a yeah. bunch of ladies in the butt. Yeah. I mean, he's humping everyone. Yeah, that's just. If you're there, he's gonna hump you. Yeah, it's
0: like a dog. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, we were pl- we really enjoyed this. It's fucking weird, but we kind of had a blast watching it.
1: I mean, I'm so happy we own this movie.
0: <laughs> you're like, I'm gonna watch this once a week.
1: I will. I mean, I will for sure watch it more more than than this one time. Mm. You know? Yeah. Like this would be <laughs> as weird as is. This, this would be fun background noise.
0: Well, because it's, like you said, it's all music.
1: I mean, you could play it and just walk Listen around and to do the shit, soundtrack. and you're gonna stop and watch.
0: Yeah, and then you'll be like, and then dancing. you'll wander off,
1: and then you'll come back, and you'll stop and watch. And you'll
0: be like, a a a a.
1: And then you'll be like, oh, it's over. Play it again.
0: <laughs> Rewind.
1: Oh wait, we don't do it anymore.
0: But yeah, Forbidden Zone. It's a it's a recommend for me dog. Oh my god,
1: it so is.
0: Anything else you wanted to add, or should we probably pick something way more boring than what we got to watch this week?
1: Um, <laughs> oh, what could compete? What would be a what would, if you could choose, what would be your ideal follow up? To, I don't even know. Did you get vibes of like uh Moulin Rouge? No, like shades of like can can.
0: No, I didn't even think of it once. Oh, I but... did.
1: Like, Maybe. I thought, oh, the can can would be better if it was done in this style. <laughs> <laughs> I and don't I, know. I love the can can song. Yeah, you know, maybe we'll get that. But now I love alphabet Whoopsies. song even better. But I can't, <laughs> I can't sing along with the alphabet song. That's it's way more of a mouthful than
0: yeah. I mean, you'd have to really listen and, to it over than and over. just saying can can can. <laughs> yeah. All right. So one forty-five.
1: Hey Google, pick a number from one to one hundred forty-five. Here's a random number, thirty-four. She's been. She's in... hitting all them low numbers lately. Oh. Forbidden Zone Two. No. The Forbidden it Galaxy. It is. What letter does it start with? It
0: starts with a G. It's part of a trilogy. We've Guardians. done Guardians. No, we don't know in those. Oh. We've done the first and the third. We have not done part
1: two. Godfather. Yes. Meets. The Great Gatsby. Yes.
0: The Godfather,
1: arguably the best one.
0: That's what they say. People say. That's what they say.
1: I still think I like the first one bit more. I, I like the third one more than I. Same. Than I realize I do.
0: Yeah, I really. It, the last third, that last watch we did of the third one, mm-hmm. I was like, mm, no, I like, oh, I, I like a lot of it.
1: I like the third one more than people say I should. I think, you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, and I always, I've always liked the first one more because I know it the best.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But I second one does that take place mostly in Italy, or is that the first one?
0: Like Sicily? They all take place in Italy.
1: I mean, I know we flash back and forth.
0: I don't. I think it takes place in New York. Because he comes from New York. I mean, he comes from Italy. Is this to New when.
1: York. Is two when Don Corleone gets shot?
0: No, Marlon Brandle's not in this movie. Right, okay.
1: Is this a. Is this. Why are you. Is Garfather two.
0: You act like backstory? you've never seen it? I this. don't remember. Yes! It's Robert De Niro as Don Corleone when he oh, arrives yeah, in New right. York.
1: That. Oh that this yes, is where it's a we meet the undertaker for the first time. I don't know. Sure. When Marlon Brando says, look what they did to my boy. You know, are you ready to repay your debt to your Don? He gets yeah. an old man and he's standing at the, when we all have to come down okay. to fix up, you know, Sonny's face.
0: This is the Robert De Niro one.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. I can't can remember which all, Godfather was which. It's <sighs> Couldn't help you with that one. It's not all prequel. I mean, obviously Al Pacino's in this. He is. And this is, you know, we're Frito.
1: Frito. Fredo. Fredo Fredo
0: Frito becomes Fritos. <laughs> the boat, right? That's yeah. this one. Mm. Um Okay, so next week, Godfather, part two. Got a nice long movie to watch, but it's oh, and it's like my favorite. Diane Keaton performance. She's so much better in this one than the first one. She, I had an abortion, Michael. An abortion. She uh, and we get little. Well, Sophia Coppola is not in this, but we get the little. They're young.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Diane Keaton. We'll get into it. Yeah, no, she. I, I do like her in this movie.
0: All right. So next week, off at the part two. I don't. But these are usually streaming somewhere. They might be on some service that we don't have. Like Paramount Paramount Plus. <laughs> yeah. Or Peacock. I don't fucking know. But everyone's seen Godfather Part 2, right? Sure. Um, More
1: people have seen that than have seen Forbidden, Forbidden Stone. Stone.
0: I, and I'm assuming. I, yes.
1: I feel bad for them.
0: And we will talk next week whether this is a sequel that is better than its predecessor. Write <laughs> a, a a a a. <sighs> Until then, you can follow us on Twitter at Why Do We Own This One or Instagram if you like a TikTok clone. We're not on TikTok. Why do we own this DVD on Instagram?
1: And thanks, as always, to Brushy One String for our theme song. You can find Brushy at brushyonestring.com. And thanks to Marlene LePage for her artwork. And, um,
0: hey, 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 hey.
1: Uh, that's it. I'll leave you with this alphabet song, maybe. I don't know. I might actually even put the Satan song. Because mm. that, I mean, that one, or, fuck, or forbidden, Zone. There's the end credit. Or I might even do the tar pits. So who fucking knows? Wolf, you know what?
0: Yeah. Here okay. It,
1: whatever here, whatever I'm gonna play. <laughs> here it is.
0: Here it is. All right. Thank you for your support. Okay.
1: Bye. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> You be Are you not entertained?